Welcome to the Maximum Hoops Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Maxey, and we are one day away from the NBA draft where it is expected that Kate Cunningham will be the number one pick in the draft. A bunch of rumors and um, reports coming out that that a lot of movement could be happening, but uh, today I will give you my hopefully final mock draft as we head to um, the NBA draft one day away. So, like I said, Kate Cunningham should be the number one pick for the Detroit Pistons. Uh, There's been a lot of reports that Houston's been trying to move up to number one. Apparently, Oklahoma City offered Shea Gilgis-Alexander and their sixth pick. And um, there there just doesn't seem to be any uh, reason to move off of number one for the Detroit Pistons. And um, and they've also heard Jalen Green's name. Um, but in the end, the end, it's expected Kate Cunningham will be the number one pick uh, for the Detroit Pistons come tomorrow night. So there was some intrigue at number two, but it seems to be clearing up right now. seems like the Houston Rockets are about to take wing Jalen Green from the G League Ignite. If you remember, he decided to bypass college, went to the G League route, uh, was basically the best player on the G League Ignite team. Um, very... Uh, talented wing can score his upside is 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 ridiculous um uh as a scorer uh i think he's a has a real good chance to be um uh to be a stud on the next level he's not as versatile as kate cunningham but uh there's not that uh as far of a gap between kate cunningham and um jalen green as uh some uh some would suggest or or you know it's been kind of you know thought of but so cleveland comes in with the number three pick i have them taking uh the big man the forward power forward slash center evan mobley out of usc um i i've heard rumors that um that uh, uh, they believe that they could play him and Jared Allen together, which is a possibility because uh, Mobley does have the ability to step outside. Very Chris Bosh like on offense. Very uh, I've heard him compared to Anthony Davis on defense. I think that might be a stretch, but I love the Chris Bosh comparisons. I think they're spot on. I think he would be a good fit for them. They can get move on for um, uh, move on from uh, Kevin Love. Find a new home for him. Um, they don't need any more guards. They've kind of gone guards the last couple of years. Um, they're trying to unload Colin Saxon. A lot of things happening here. Uh, there is there is some word that Oklahoma City has been trying to get uh, up to number three uh, to take uh, possibly Mobley or Scotty Barnes. Um, not sure. Um, not sure that's that's possible. Um, I also think Orlando could try to package both their picks to move up to number three. Toronto also apparently wants Scotty Barnes. Some people are afraid that Cleveland might snag Scotty Barnes, or um, you know, uh, or uh, Orlando, Oklahoma City also trying to move above Toronto, who supposedly are also really big in this in Scotty Barnes. So that leaves us with Toronto at number four. And while Scotty Barnes seems to be the hot name for Toronto right now, I'm going to stick with Jalen Suggs. Um, I think he's a, uh, a a prototypical point guard. Uh, I think he could play next to um, to Fred Van Vliet in their little two-point guard set. He's got enough size to guard twos. He can play off the ball at times. Um, 
going to be great on the fast break uh, with Fred Van Leap from behind the arc and, and OG and Pascal running the lanes. Um, so I, I'm a big um, believer that that that, Jay, that it's not set in stone, and I, I believe Jalen Suggs could be the uh, the pick here. Um, I, I I'm, there's a lot of work. There's a lot of running uh, words. I don't know, uh, rumors going around that uh, reports that uh, there's a lot of teams positioning themselves in this top five and um, would not be surprised if some of these these picks uh, were to end up traded so I got Jalen Suggs going for to Toronto I have uh, Orlando taking Scotty Barnes who was looked at as the sixth best prospect and he's moved into the top five some people think he can go three or four um, I'm going to stick with him at five to Orlando. I think him and Jonathan Isaac uh, in the front court would be really nice. Um, long, versatile defenders. Um, you know, Wendell Carter in the middle there. Uh, they don't need another point guard. If Jalen Suggs does fall to him, they'll probably take him. Um, but with Cole Anthony and Markel Fultz um, on the roster, you don't really need another one. Um, they really need some wing help. Uh, Barnes would uh, obviously address that. Barnes can play also uh, some small ball four. Um, I, small ball five might be a stretch, but um, yeah, he's, he's pretty versatile in the front court. So um, I like uh, Scotty Barnes going to number five to the Orlando Magic. All right, that leaves number six, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, I got him taking Jonathan Kaminga, the small forward, also from the G League Ignite. Um, he's a little bit rawer than Jalen Green as a scorer, but uh, he's longer. Um, he's a slasher. He's got some outside shot. Um, go, going to going to have a lot of upside on him. Um, and and I think um, Oklahoma City is in a wait and see. Um, uh, anyways, with their roster, um, you know. I think Kaminga would be a, uh, a a nice pickup there. Obviously, Oklahoma City is trying to move up. They're trying to do everything they can. Um, it sounds like they want um, Scotty Barnes. Um, they have a lot of ammunition to move up in this draft. Um, whether um, a team that I think, who, I, I personally think Toronto should um, trade the number four pick to Oklahoma City. That would allow Oklahoma City to take um, uh, Scotty Barnes and I'm not 100% sure Orlando would take Jalen Suggs there and then Toronto could still get Jalen uh, st- could still get Jalen Suggs um, with another um, for another one or another two first round picks possibly another player too so um, would not be surprised it just seems like if Jalen Green goes number two, I think it's going to throw a lot of monkey wrenches in, and then you're going to see like teams like Cleveland possibly dealing, teams like a Toronto possibly dealing, um, uh, with Oklahoma City possibly one of those teams trying to move up. So there's a, just 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 a lot of uh, moving and shaking, and you know what? Every year there's rumors, but a lot of them do not come to fruition. So with that said, let's move to number seven. I've got the golden state warriors got this pick in the Andrew Wiggins deal from Minnesota. I still, and I've had them taking them the last three mock drafts, still have them taking Davian Mitchell, the, the, the strong defensive minded, um, uh, combo guard. Uh, he's really a point guard, uh, but he can play off the ball. Um, it would be a great, 
great second unit player behind uh, Curry. Could play with Curry. Um, could play with Thompson. Uh, you know, he's just so versatile in the backcourt. I think he is a perfect fit for the Golden State Warriors. Um, I'm hearing that he his his. I, I'm hearing that some people would would trade into the top ten to take him if he was available. And I'm also hearing that he may slip to Indiana at 13. So you never know what you're going to hear. So I got Davion Mitchell going to Golden State at number seven. So. Another hot name is James Booknight. I have the Orlando Magic taking James Booknight at number eight. So this is a pick from Chicago in the Wendell Carter deal, um, the Nikola Vucevic deal, and um, Orlando needs uh, they need guard help. Um, they really do. It's, uh, you know, uh, Booknight has a chance to. to I mean, he's a good scorer. Sh- really shot the lights out in um, in his workouts. Uh, teams are really impressed with him. Golden State's going to have a hard time passing on him because of his shooting, and you know how Golden State is is with their shooters. Um, you're going to see, uh, you know, Oklahoma City take a long, hard look at him. So, but I have Orlando taking him at number nine, uh, number eight. That moves us to number nine, Sacramento Kings. Uh, I heard everyone Bagley healed. Barnes, the number nine pick. Sacramento is is offering everything uh, to improve their roster. Um, there's a very good chance Buddy Heald ends up in the Lakers. There's a very good chance that Barnes could be a target for um, Oklahoma City. There is a uh, there's a very good um, you know uh, idea that Marvin Bagley had someplace else. Um, so there's. Who knows what they got? Who knows what Sacramento's going to do? I have them taking Franz Wagner, the small forward from Michigan. Uh, good defender. Uh, surprisingly good defender. He's long, can shoot, uh, could possibly play some as a big guard. Um, you know, but if Harrison Barnes were to, to exit, well, you could, I mean, they did play Harrison Barnes a little bit as a four, which a lot of teams are playing big threes as fours. Um, and he could play alongside uh, him. Uh, you know, I, I'm not exactly sure. I think they want to get rid of Heald. Um, I, I think they would love to move Tyrese Halliburton um, into um, into um, the starting lineup and and go from there. And um, with that said, I I would I would think that um, that uh, Franz Wagner would be a nice pick to um, to. Uh, uh, to come in and be a shooter so but uh who knows what they're going to do with um with this pick there's so much going on in 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 sacramento and and they're sick and tired of losing so all right so the memphis grizzlies will be picking 10th or will they because this was the new orleans hornets pick so obviously there was a trade on monday uh this pick was involved but you'll probably still see new orleans making this pick on thursday because um Due to the salary restrictions, due to needing to get that trade, um, Memphis needs to be under the salary cap. They will not be under the salary cap until um, Sunday night, or Sunday. Well, that's the negotiating period. So uh, August sixth, that is when free agency opens. That's when this deal can be made. So once again, you're going to see my favorite tradition: a guy wearing a hat on a team he's not going to be playing. So um, I have Memphis taking Josh Giddy who is a point guard, he is a wing, he is um, pretty much whatever you want him to be. Um, 
and 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 Memphis, I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure that he uh, he plays point guard. Maybe maybe in backup, but he gives you a secondary ball handler. Um, you can move Dylan Brooks back up to the three. Get Kyle Anderson out of that starting lineup. He is, I'm not a big fan of him. Um, you know, they're just it gives them a little bit more versatility, and I think a lot of that um, a lot of that uh, trade was moving these picks and getting up. Up to number 10, I got Josh Giddy going to Memphis uh, Grizzlies. They really need another ball handler um, to take some pressure off of John Morant at times. So um, that leaves uh, the Charlotte Hornets at number 11, Kai Jones, center from Texas. Kai Jones, very versatile, um, probably a poor man's Evan Mobley. So, I mean, I've seen, man, I saw him today in the 20s. Um, Charlotte needs a big man. Um Kai Jones gives him uh, a big man, and should they be able to make a trade or sign a uh, big man, um, they can bring him along slowly, kind of like what the Nets have done with Nicholas Claxton. So I really like Kai Jones here. Um, once again, this is the NBA. They could go for shooting, but Kai Jones is, as of right now, a perfect fit for the Charlotte Hornets. So moving on, San Antonio, number 12. I got him taking Alperin Sengun. The center from Turkey. So San Antonio also needs some center help. They need big man help. Uh, Jacob Poito, who's kind of not—I mean, he's, he's he's an all right player. He's been their starting center. Um, they really need kind of a stretch four. Um, uh, not thinking Sengun's one of them, but they could groom him to possibly be, you know, the starting center down the line. Um, you know, I mean, he he, he scored a lot. Uh, he played for Basitikas, um, was a capable post scorer, and was um, was a good rebounder and, and shot blocker. So I got him going number 12. The Indiana Pacers come in at number 13. I have them taking Moses Moody, shooting guard from Arkansas. And I like Moody. I like Moody a lot. Um, he is a... Uh, he is a, uh, a scorer, a shooter. He's long. He could possibly uh, turn into a really good defender. This is a, uh, a really good um, uh, situation. Uh, the, I mean, they need depth at, at the wing spots. Um, and, and Moses Moody would definitely help fit the bill. Um, so rounding out the lottery are the Golden State Warriors. The Golden State Warriors have seven picks, seven and 14. There's talk that they're trying to move it. There's talk that they're trying to move James Wiseman. I don't buy the Wiseman stuff. I think Wiseman just needs another year under his belt. I mean, the guy played, what, four games of college basketball? Three games, whatever. Um, so, uh, you know, and, and he got hurt a little bit his rookie year. But uh, other than that, I think um, he'll be fine. But seven and 14 are definitely in play. Should they keep this pick, a hot name that seems to be... Uh, uh, on Golden State's radar is Chris Duarte, uh, 6'6 shooting guard from the University of Oregon, is a um, a good scorer, good shooter, just that type of player that you could just see fitting in very well with the Golden State Warriors and their their uh, their spacing and um, their ability to um, to uh, shoot and, and just. Um, you know their ball movement and he just seems like a good fit so we started with the lottery and um we're gonna come back and we're gonna finish the first round of my mock draft 3.0 hopefully my final mock draft we'll be right back
All right, all right, all right. And we return to my mock draft 3.0. Once again, hopefully, my final mock draft. So we went through the lottery. I hope you remember the names. Um, we're going to start with number 15, the Washington Wizards. Um, I'm hearing all kinds of different rumors. I'm hearing that they want to make a strong run at DeMar DeRozan. I hear they want to trade Westbrook and Beal and blow the whole thing up. I do not think they know what the hell they want. So, I have them taking Keon Johnson, the shooting guard from Tennessee. Good defender. Showed he could score his freshman year. Um, would have loved to seen a little bit more out of him his freshman year. Um, I thought he did not play really well in the tournament. Um, you know, and... Uh, but, but at the Combine... He was amazing in his drills, his jumping, his leaping ability. Very athletic. Looks like he could, I mean, what, how awesome would that be watching him uh, throw down a, a fast break uh, alley-oop from uh, Russell Westbrook? That would be just awesome. So I got Keon, Washington, or Keon Johnson going to the Washington Wizards at pick number 15. So pick number 16 is Oklahoma City from the Boston Celtics. So... This trade, this came in the Kemba Walker trade. Now, I got him taking Usman Garuba, the power forward from Spain. So, the reason I have him taking him is because he has a monster buyout. Very talented. Um, he's been moving up the draft boards pretty much for a bit now. Um, however, he's got a $3 million buyout, which is uh, which is crazy. Um, I think they can only pay up to like $700,000 an NBA team can. So he would have to pay out of his own pocket to do that unless he could get his other team to um, lower the buyout. Uh, however, um, Oklahoma City is not going to put three more youngsters on this roster. They have three first-round picks. I really do expect them to trade possibly this pick in number 18, uh, maybe even packaging it up with six to move into the top five. Um, but... I don't put trades in my um, mock drafts because I think that's stupid. Um, you're never right when you do that, and it, it, it's dumb. So anyways, I have Oklahoma City taking Usman Garuba because if they do keep all three picks, I'm sure that they will use one to take a guy they can develop or let him draft and stash him for a year. So I got them taking him. So I got New Orleans uh, at pick 17. Now this pick comes via Memphis in that trade with, um, with Jonas Valanciunas and um, and Stephen Adams. Uh, this pick went to New Orleans. However, Memphis will probably be picking it tomorrow night. I got taking Jalen Johnson, uh, combo forward. Uh, you kind of uh, you saw him very little at Duke. He he quit. I don't want to say he quit on his team, but he kind of quit on his team. He just left um, to concentrate on getting ready for the NBA. I've seen him as high as in the top 10. I've seen him as low as in the 20s. I put him right here at 17. Uh, New Orleans could use a guy like this um, uh, as a backup to um, Zion. Um, can be a little bit versatile. Can play with Zion at times. Kind of be like an everything six-man off the bench. So I got New Orleans taking Jalen Johnson. Uh, from Duke. Oklahoma City Thunder come back in um, with this pick from the Miami Heat. I got taken Isaiah Jackson, the center from Kentucky. Now, 
I did not have him in a in the first round in in, in the last couple mock drafts, but um, I'm hearing that um, with the lack of versatile big men, um, and the fact that uh, he's looked good in workouts, uh, he's moved up into the top 20, and I have him right here at um, at pick number 18. Um, this is a guy, Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City needs some help. They right now have zero centers signed for next season. Zero. So um, Isaiah Jackson uh, can give you depth there, uh, possibly be a starter uh, if, if possible. Um, I think they might end up moving Poku to the center spot, um, you know, and, and, and using Baisley a little bit, who's been not too bad. But um, I got Oklahoma City taking Isaiah Jackson center from Kentucky number 19 the Atlanta Hawks I have an, this guy's another high riser Trey Murphy the third from University of Virginia six foot nine very versatile wing very good shooter and um, what does the NBA uh, thrive on good shooting and he is a great shooter so I got Trey Murphy the third going to Virginia um, defensively he's gonna have to improve but as far as um, as far as uh, being NBA ready, the guy can flat out shoot. So so you know he's gonna get some minutes. So um, the Knicks, obviously the Knicks, man, they're trying to make trades all over the place. They might not even hold on to this pick. But I got him taking Trey Murphy the third uh, from Virginia. That brings us the Atlanta Hawks. I got him taking Corey Kispert. A small four from Gonzaga. They probably need a backup point guard, and there's a lot of point guards available, so that could be an option. But I think if Kispert falls, um, I think they would like his shooting, and he could really uh, provide some depth. Um, they're talking about uh, dealing Cam Reddish um, because he's going to want an extension soon, um, and 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 they want to get another rookie contract, a guy they think can contribute. Kispert looks like he's got at least a shot right now to contribute. Um, uh, underrated defender, uh, really helped Gonzaga uh, to lead them to the to the championship. Um, so this is um, this is this is you know I, I I'm hearing that he might not even fall this far, but um, we'll have to see. We'll have to see if um, we'll have to see if if, if he falls this far because. Uh, um, that would be a really good pickup for the Atlanta Hawks. So that moved on to the New York Knicks. They got this pick from the Dallas Mavericks. Pretty sure this was the Porzingis trade. Pretty sure this had something to do with the Porzingis trade. I got him taking Trey Mann, the point guard from Florida. So he's big, versatile, six foot four, six five, can play off the ball, can play on the ball. Um, they had really good luck developing Emmanuel quickly, who who could develop into a starter for them. Um, they're going to obviously need depth. Obviously, they're never done. They're possibly looking for a starting point guard through free agency or trades. Um, but uh, I think Trey Mann would, would definitely give them depth at the point guard position. And um, I really I really think that the Knicks are going to look. They're going to address shooting with their first pick, and then they'll go for uh, – uh, ball handling. So, number twenty-two. I've had this guy linked to the Lakers for a while. Cam Thomas, uh, the the two guard from the Lakers. The guy can flat out shoot. He is a scoring machine. 
He is Jamal Crawford without the point guard skills. So Jamal Crawford had the ability to play point guard, and uh, Cam Thomas has the scoring ability of Jamal Crawford, just not the playmaking ability that Jamal Crawford had. So I, I think this is a, uh, a guy that the Lakers have targeted. Um, I've seen him uh, possibly as a, uh, you know, a uh, Atlanta. I've seen him linked to Atlanta, the Lakers, and the Nuggets. So um, this is who I have the Lakers taking um, at pick number 22. So Houston comes up with two picks. So at pick number 23, they acquired this in the Robert Covington deal from Portland. Um, I got him taking Jared Butler, the point guard from Butler. Uh, yeah, Jared Butler, the point guard from uh, Baylor. So he is, uh, you know, a, a tall guard. Can play off the ball, can play on the ball. Uh, they need depth. They, I mean, last year they struggled that they they uh, used Kevin Porter Jr. a lot at point guard, uh, so much so that he thinks he's a point guard now, uh, if you follow him on Twitter like I do. Um, but anyways, um, they could really use, they could really use um, some depth uh, at the point guard spot. And, um, and, uh, Jared Butler would uh, help do that. So then at pick number 24, they got this from the Milwaukee Bucks in the P.J. Tucker deal, which basically helped Milwaukee win a championship. I got him taking Zaire Williams, small forward, Stanford. I know this is lower than I, I, I'm seeing his uh, stock rising, but um, somebody's going to have to fall. And um, he did not have the greatest numbers at Stanford last year. I know that some freshmen, you know, take a little bit of time. I think uh, on a rebuilding Houston team that really had uh, no, I mean, they have really no uh, forward help. Um, Zaire Williams, would, would they would welcome him with open arms in Houston. Um, it, it would be a really good pickup uh, if they could grab him at number 24. So the Clippers come in at 25. I got him taking Sharif Cooper to point guard from Auburn. Um, I, I'm hearing that he could slip into the second round now. Um, you know, he was a uh, highly touted freshman. He, you know, I, I think he had some academic itch, uh, issues or, or, or whatever, and and he was not able to um, he was not able to play a lot. But when he's played, he's been pretty good. Um, I think the Clippers take a stab at him. Obviously, um, if Kawhi Leonard is hurt next year, the Clippers are going to, you know, need all the help they can get. Um, Cooper is a guy who can play point guard. Um, I, I think it's very important that uh, the Clippers try to address the point guard's spot um, and improve that area. And uh, Sharif Cooper could uh, also be a reason that. Um, uh, you know that they can improve the point guard spot so all right number 26 i got the denver nuggets taking josh primo he is another high riser he's a shooting guard from alabama he's the youngest player in this draft um kind of like um i don't know what's going on with alabama guards because kira lewis last year from alabama was the youngest player in the draft too i mean are they pulling them out a year out or earlier out of high school i don't know so anyways josh primo good score I think he's a project, and I think the Nuggets have the ability to wait on him. Kind of how they did with Michael Porter Jr., even though Michael Porter Jr., they waited on him because of an injury. Um, but that's how I see um, Denver um, viewing uh, Josh Primo should they take him at pick number uh, 26. Pick number 27, I have the Brooklyn Nets taking Quentin Grimes. Quentin Grimes, let, if you remember, went to Kansas 
then transferred to um, Houston, where he led them to the Final Four. Um, wow, did this guy have a great draft camp. So some guys, him, and another guy, Josh Christopher, they really helped themselves with um, with their stock and uh, at the draft camp. And I'm, I'm very... Uh, confident he's going to go anywhere from pick number 25 to pick number 35. So, um, Quinn Grimes thought it was a borderline second round pick, went to the combine, really improved his stock. Now he's a borderline first round pick. I have him going in the first round, pick number 27 to the Brooklyn Nets, uh, shooting guard from Houston, Philadelphia. They need point guard help. George Hill sucks. George Hill is not. Shake Milton is better off the ball. Um, uh, ben Simmons is not a point guard, and he will probably be dealt from everything I'm hearing. I got him taking Jaden Springer, the point guard from Tennessee. Jaden Springer is also a guy who can play off the ball, which is important in some of these two guard, uh, two point guard lineups. Um, you know, uh, they got to get the ball out of Ben Simmons' hands. I think it's terrible. They, he, he plays way too far away from the basket. They need to get him in the post. If they're going to keep him, they need to to move him to the four, play him in the post, um, let another uh, guard handle the point guard duties, play him like almost like the Golden State Warriors use Draymond Green. Um, but, yes, uh, the Philadelphia 76ers are a bloody mess, and um, I'd have him taking Jaden Springer, point guard from Tennessee. So, Phoenix comes up at pick number 29. I got him taking Bones Highland, the shooting guard from VCU. Another guy who in workouts and the combine just improved his stock tremendously. Um, he's a little undersized, 6'3", 6'4", but, but all you need him to do is come off the bench and jack up shots, a la Jamal Crawford. He's very similar to Cam Thomas, except he's not as good of a scorer as Cam Thomas. He's a little bit older than Cam Thomas. Um, but Bones Highland, um, Nashon, I think his name is, um, he will be going pick number 29 in my mock draft uh, to the Phoenix Suns. That brings up our last pick of the first round, the Utah Jazz. I have him taking Joel Ayayi from Gonzaga, the shooting guard. Good size, very long, good defender. Um, a little bit surprised he's not getting more first-round love in some of these mock drafts, but I, I'm a big fan of him. Um, he's a streaky shooter, but nonetheless, he is a good shooter. Um, would love to see him, um, uh, you know, get a little bit more consistency with his outside shot. But um, I have him going to uh, the Utah Jazz at pick number um, 30. So we're going to take a little break. I'm going to take a sip of Bang Energy Drink. Um, you're going to listen to Anchor, and I'm going to come back, and I'm going to give you my second round. My second round is going to be a lot faster. I'm not going to sit there, and I, I mean, I'm just going to a little bit of tidbits here and there. So um, I'll be right back, and then we will go through the second round after I come back. All right, welcome back to Mock Draft 3.0. Once again, hopefully my final mock draft. So we went through the first round, the first two segments, the lottery, then we went 15 through 30. Uh, not much intrigue. Uh, a lot of these names are in pretty much everyone else's mock draft. There's a couple surprises like Quentin Grimes in the first round um, and stuff like that. So let's start with the second round. I'm not going to get into how these picks got acquired because in the second round, I will just be talking about it for an hour. Some of these picks have been traded two, three times or more. It just gets annoying. So I will tell you who's picking. 
whose pick it originally was, and who I have them taking. Okay, so let's start with Milwaukee gets pick number 31. Uh, they got this from the Houston Rockets. Uh, I got them taking Rogus Yohabaitis, point guard, Lithuania. Uh, I've seen him possibly as a first-round pick. Not 100% sure he's a first-round pick. I would have to look up what his uh, buyout status is um, and whatnot. But um, he's a point guard, probably not ready to play. Um, I, I think the Bucks are in a position they can take a draft and stash player. The New York Knicks pick at number 32 was Detroit's. I got him taking Josh Christopher, the shooting guard from Arizona State. This is another guy who who really improved his stock um, in the draft combine. He looked like a really good shooter, was able to um, imp- and improve uh, improve his stock, improve his stock, and um, and uh, become a, a, a borderline first round, early second round pick. Um, 33, the Orlando Magic. I have him taking Dayron Sharp. He is the big man center from University of North Carolina. A lot of people have him in the late first round. I do not. Um, he's not one of those as versatile as, as like a Mobley or a Kai Jones. Um, he's more of a traditional big man with just uh, just a long, lean, athletic big man. So I have him going number 33 to Orlando. Oklahoma City, number 34. B.J. Boston, shooting guard, Kentucky. This is a high, high, high recruit from, high recruit from, um, uh, you know, that Kentucky got, uh, had a very, very disappointing, um, uh, season, uh, was not, you know, not able, he didn't really, he didn't really improve his stock, he didn't really improve his stock too much, um, therefore, um, He's probably a, a legit second-round pick. Um, uh, I have him take. I have him going uh, to Oklahoma City at 34. Um, that leaves number 35. Uh, 35. I have the New Orleans Hornets pick came from Cleveland, taking J.T. Thor from Auburn. It's another guy whose stock rose. A lot of guys have him. A lot of people, these mock draft experts, have him in the first round. I, however, do not. Um, I think he is a probably, this might be like low end where he ends up, but I have him going, uh, you know, he's young, he's a freshman. uh, I have him you know, uh, going here at number 35. So, um, number 36 is, um, the Oklahoma City Thunder, they got this pick. This was Minnesota's pick uh, once upon a time. Um, Oklahoma City, I got him, I got him taking Ayu Tusunmu from uh, Illinois. Tall point guard, but uh, versatile, can play off the ball. Um, kind of reminds me a little bit of Thale Maladon, who they drafted last year in the late first round, who became their starting point guard. Um, this is a guy who, who uh, could come in and get some minutes uh, right away for Oklahoma City. 37, the Detroit um, Pistons. This pick was Toronto's. I got him taking Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Power forward from Villanova. Once thought to be a first round pick. Um, a good player. Um, maybe a stretch four down the line. Um, this is a guy who I think could develop into becoming a not uh, a nice player. Um, not sure um, 
not sure why his stock isn't as higher. Um, I do see some people picking him in the first round, um, but most of most everyone has him as a second round pick, um, and I think that uh, you're going to see um, you're going to see him uh, as more of a second round pick. So, moving on, we are at pick number 38, the Chicago Bulls was New Orleans pick. I got him taking Nemus Quetta from the center from Utah State. It's another guy who had a pretty good uh, draft. You know, like a uh, good rebounder, good shot blocker, has a pretty good chance to... Um, to make a roster uh, right away. Um, and I got him going number 38 to Chicago. 39 is Sacramento. I have him taking Isaiah Livers, small forward, Michigan. Um, I wasn't a big fan of him, but I know his stock is pretty high. Um, he's had some pretty good workouts. Um, Juwan Howard's talked highly of him. Um, and, and, and he's he's got pretty good chance of getting drafted. 40 Memphis. Miles McBride is a guy who I hear is a first round pick which has got me surprised. I mean he's a nice player um, you know and this pick is is uh, you're going to probably see New Orleans being making this pick but this pick will also be getting dealt in the in the, in the Eric Bledsoe Jonas Valanciunas uh, Steven Adams trade um, uh, so Memphis will, will be taking this but this was Chicago's pick Long, once upon a time um, so that is pick number uh, 40 um, uh, pick number 41 I got Aaron Henry going to San Antonio a small forward from Michigan State wings uh, wings are very um, heavy in this draft and um, and uh, Aaron Henry was once thought to be a first round pick uh, but a lot of these uh, wings have really had really impressive uh really impressive uh, workouts and combines that they've just kind of moved ahead of him. So I have uh, San Antonio at pick number 41 taking Aaron Henry. Pick 42, Detroit was uh, Charlotte's pick, I believe. Um, I have him taking Aaron Wiggins, who is a wing from Maryland. Shooting guard, small forward maybe a little bit, could play a little bit. He's probably more of a two. Um, I got him uh, from Maryland uh, going number 42 to Detroit. 43, New Orleans, another one. I got to take a Joe Weiskamp, small forward from uh, Iowa. This guy, uh, wow, did he have a pretty, another another guy who had a pretty good um, combine showing that is going to probably uh, propel him into the second round for sure. Uh, his shooting is uh, spot on. Uh, doesn't really do anything else uh, that spectacular, but his shooting is is, is good enough that he's going to get drafted um you know he runs really well without the ball uh really really improved improved his stock so 44 i got brooklyn once was indiana's pick austin reeves shooting guard oklahoma um this guy's getting a little bit of first round love um would like to see um uh you know maybe more consistent shooting you know maybe uh show the ability to the play make a little bit, but uh, I have him going number 44. I got Boston taking Charles Bassey, the center from Western Kentucky. Obviously he was a he he, 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 he was a borderline first round pick last year, decided to stay. Probably wasn't a first round pick, probably would have been a second round pick, decided to stay. Um, 
it's not that he didn't really improve his stock because I thought he played pretty good. It's just that you know, I mean, there's just this is a pretty good class of of freshmen and, and and freshmen that came out of nowhere and guys that just moved above him, uh, you know, in in the draft board. And uh, I have him coming 45 to Boston. Boston doesn't really need any more center help, but um, as a guy who probably is going to spend most of the year in the G League. Um, next year anyways, no matter who takes them. So I got Boston taking them at 45. Toronto, their first of two picks. This one's from Minnesota. I got taking Matthew Hurt, power forward from uh, Duke. Basically, he's a stretch four. That's it in a nutshell. So with stretch fours, like you know, um, they're hot commodity. You know, uh, this guy can just come off the bench um, and shoot uh, probably as C stints in the G League, possibly as a two-way player. Um, but I got Matt Hurt going 46 to Toronto. 47 Toronto. This is uh, from Golden State. I got him taking Greg Brown, the power forward from uh, Texas. High recruit. Uh, once thought to be as a, a surefire first-round pick. Um, very disappointing. Still has talent. Played out of position at Texas. Played him played more of a wing. Uh, he's really a power forward, really a big. Uh, they moved him away from the hoop. Uh, he did shoot threes. He just didn't shoot it very well. Um, so I have him at 47 to Toronto. At that point, Toronto, uh, they, they need depth up front. Um, you know, and, and they could take a uh, stab at, at, at Greg Brown. So Atlanta, just pick him from Miami. I got him taking Herb Jones, small four from Alabama. Um, uh, Herb Jones, good, 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 uh, solid uh, career with Alabama. Um, doesn't do anything special. A really nice young, nice player. Um, he's a guy I could see getting uh, good minutes off of someone's bench. Um, yeah, so I, I'm not really. How do I say this? I'm not really. It's not like. I mean, I'm. I don't want to say I'm not impressed with him. I mean, he just. He's a nice player. He doesn't do anything exceptional. Um, you know, really nice player. Uh, definitely a second round pick. 49 Brooklyn camp comes from Atlanta. I got him taking Felipe Petrusev, the big man from Serbia. Um, this is about the area where you see good teams that have all these second round picks, either trading them or taking um, draft and stash players. I am not a um, not a uh, trading guy. You know, I don't. I'm not a guy. I don't put trades in my mock draft, so it's stupid. So I have Brooklyn taking uh, Felipe Petrusev as a draft and stash uh, type of player. So that leaves 50, Philadelphia from New York. I'm taking Jason Preston, point guard from Ohio. This is another point guard that they take. Point guard is a position of need. They could bring him into the G League, sign him to a two-way contract, whatever they feel like doing, but help help their ball handling and whatnot. So 51 um, is uh, New Orleans. But remember, this is via Memphis through the trade um, I got him taking Jericho Sims, the center from uh, Texas. Man, athletic like a mofo. Really um, uh, strong uh, leaper, strong jumper. Uh, you know, he's one of those guys who's probably going to make his living in the NBA as an energy guy, a hustle guy. Um, yeah, uh, he had some pretty impressive combine stats that will probably uh, get him possibly drafted, even pit- higher than this. So I got him going 51. 52, Detroit from the Lakers. I got him taking David Johnson, the point guard from Louisville. Um, this is a guy who also, I mean, there's a lot of talent in the second round. This is a guy who also was possible first round pick. Um, 
and 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 anyways he he's um he's going to be able to have a chance to uh, make this roster especially Detroit a rebuilding team so the 53 in the New Orleans um, Pelicans come in again this is from T uh, Dallas um, I have them taking a guy who they could put in the G League Isaiah Todd power forward from the G League Ignite um, he is uh, did not really impress that much with the G League but he's still young uh, still showing uh, boatloads of talent um, like one of those guys who you could feel that um, could possibly uh, uh, be a steal in the second round. So um, that puts us at 54, Indiana from Milwaukee. I got them taking Javante Smart. Javante Smart, uh, high recruit. Um, he's kind of doesn't really have a position. I don't know if he's a good enough shooter to be a two guard. I don't know if he's a good enough playmaker to be a point guard. He's one of those guys who just says, I'm just a baller. I'm a, I'm a basketball player. Um really helped LSU last year was the leader of the LSU team um, I have him going uh, to Indiana at pick number uh, 54 um, I've watched some of his workouts he's looked pretty good um, I have not seen him in anybody's mock drafts but I would not be surprised to see him drafted so that leaves 55 Ron Harper Jr., shooting guard from Rock Rutgers. Everyone knows his dad is the defensive stalwart, you know, and, and a part of the Bulls' uh, uh, championships, uh, their second three-peat. Um, so, you know, he is uh, a guy who could um, could possibly um, be able to, um, you know, uh, find a niche and make his make his. Um, uh, make the roster and stuff like that. So, um, I got Ron Harper Jr. going to uh, Oklahoma City at 55. 56, I got Charlotte taking Scotty Lewis. Um, Scotty Lewis is, um, you know, he's been a very much of a disappointment. Um, could, uh, you know, could be a steal in the um, second round um, and, and, and whatnot. And, um, and I got him Going, he's a wing. I got him going to Charlotte. This pick came from the Clippers. Um, uh, pick number 56. Charlotte comes in again at 57. This pick coming from uh, Brooklyn. I got him taking Jay Huff from uh, uh, a stretch four from Virginia. Um, would not be surprised to see a bunch of draft and stash guys dropped here, or or um, you know guys who who could be you know G League bound if they make the roster. Um, so I got 58, the New York Knicks, pick from Philadelphia, Kessler Edwards, small forward from Pepperdine. Uh, he's getting a lot of love in the second round, um, and, uh, and uh, you know, he, he's a nice wing, uh, he pretty good scorer, uh, made the most of his minutes, um, really nice player. Um, could be a steal uh, for the Knicks at pick 58. Pick 59, Brooklyn from Phoenix. I got him taking Raekwon Gray, power forward from Florida State. Um, at this point, it's kind of hard to figure out um, uh, where, um, you know, where uh, he could be, you know, where these teams are going to be going. A lot of draft and stash. Guys are going to think in the G League. Um, you know, stuff like that. Um, and then that leaves us with pick number 60. Indiana. Pick number 60 in my mock draft 3.0. I got him taking 
uh, Mark uh, Greg Zegragowski from Creighton point guard Marco actually it's Mark I think it's Marco um uh, he is a um he's a nice point guard you know um at this point anything is a guess here you're gonna hear a bunch of guys names you probably never heard of before too as well so I got um I got Zegragowski going to um Indiana which was Utah's pick um whatnot and so like I said that ends and that concludes mock draft 3.0 hopefully my final mock draft because if there's a monster trade tomorrow that affects my mock draft I might do an emergency one I might just come in and um I don't know we'll figure it out but uh for for what it's worth the NBA drafts tomorrow I will be all over Twitter at um, uh, Maximum Hoops NBA um, on Twitter. I'm going to be all over it. I'll be probably, I might do a live stream tomorrow, um, especially if a trade breaks down, um, instead of doing a full podcast. So uh, thank you for the support. Um, there's a lot of podcasts coming my, your way from me this week. I'm going to probably do four this week, possibly two or three next week. And then depending on free agency and trades, I'm going to take a little bit of a hiatus um, for a couple weeks. So, um, with anything, with so with anything, uh, I hope you guys have a good weekend. Enjoy the draft. Actually, not weekend. Actually, hopefully you guys enjoy the draft. And um, I will uh, hopefully um, talk to you and, um, and, in a couple days and um, enjoy uh, the draft.